Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan. Each week, I'm joined by professional podcaster and close personal friend Matt Kelly to take a dive off the deep end into the vast career of pop culture icon Weird Al Yankovic on our show, Weird Algorithm. Along with some very special guests from the worlds of music and comedy, we tackle every song, every television appearance, and every bit of sketch comedy Al has produced in chronological order, covering the good old days of My Bologna and Eat It, the fun zone of tacky and white and nerdy, and everything in between. As we go, we're ranking the songs, albums, and music videos in the hopes of creating the ultimate guide to a career bigger than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. So the next time you're having one of those days stuck in a traffic jam wondering why does this always happen to me, just kick off your sneakers and stick around for a while because we've got it all on Weird Algorithm, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now you know. Was that enough references? You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Geekscape page. I am your host, Katie. I am here with the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast, and we've got a great show today. Let me introduce my co-host and awesome person all around, Marie. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. Yes. Thank you all for joining us. Um, and those of you coming in either in between late or whenever we're starting this, we're so excited to have you all here. If you need to ask any questions, please use the chat to do so. We are live on the Geekscape pages. Um, very excited to have you all and most excited of everything to have our special guest here today, the one, the only, Janae Thompson. Round of applause. Nobody does that anymore, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> The Montel. <laughs> hello. Hello, hello. Janae, how are you? Hi, I'm well. I got my little morning walk in. I'm supremely caffeinated. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Heck yeah. I, I did the full pot of coffee and then I, I moved on to tea because oh, I yes. need to like bring it down and not do so much caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> Same, actually. This is the... I'm a Trader Joe's. I'm a Joe's and Hose. <laughs> and I had never had their spice chai concentrate before. Ooh, I have not had that either. How is what kind of what kind of milk are you working with with this one? I'm using their pumpkin oat Ooh. beverage. Ooh. So I made a pumpkin spice chai. I'm not gonna lie, that sounds amazing. Oh, I freaking and love it. It is. <laughs> That's like <laughs> as soon as uh, this goes off i'm gonna be like <laughs> uh, 
Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with us, uh, we are the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast. We talk to real life people going through real life drama in real time. Um, thank you so much for joining us here today. One of our favorite guests on the show was Janae Thompson of the Saqua business. And do you want, mind just telling everybody what it is Saqua does? Absolutely. So Saqua LLC is my baby, my brainchild. Um, Currently, it has three branches, three active branches. The parent branch is social media and branding. So I am a content coach. I coach people, high-level execs, entrepreneurs, and uh, multi-hyphenate creatives through how to create content that supports their big picture, whether they're selling something, whether they're affiliate marketers, what have you. Um, And I also do social media management. So I create content and I help people's pages run you know, as seamlessly as possible. (laughs) Um, uh, The secondary branch of Saqua is Saqua Cares. So that's um, an annual drive that I put together where we assemble bags of goods and food and handwritten messages of hope and all really good stuff from donations from the, from the public. And we go and distribute those bags. We've been, we've gone to Skid Row every year thus far. So next year I'm like, do we go back? Do we, we'll fix, you know, mix it up. But that's Saqua Cares. And then I just started Advice Hill. Um, Advice Hill is the life and transformation. Transformation? Life sure, 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 sure. It's all just caffeine. I, I, suddenly I'm Carol Chatting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whom I love. Um, mm. Advice Hill is the life and transformation coaching branch of Saqua. So my ultimate mission really is to help people with transformation from the inside out. I think there's a lot of emphasis on, you know, on aesthetics, especially with social media and everything being at everyone's fingertips all the time. But if you can be as authentic as possible and show up in these spaces, um, so much can happen for you and for your businesses and your brands. So I like to be uh, a part of that. I I like to, uh, yeah, transformation from the inside out is my overall mission with Sequoia. And is there anything that you find that um, provides a little pushback? I mean, I I know for us, like one of our things with our podcast is that we want to meet everybody at the most authentic level of where they're at at the moment. Do you find any pushback, especially in social media, about true authenticity? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know that I would call it pushback, though. I think ultimately it's just the lack of information or like a lack of knowledge um a lot of people see that social media works but they don't know how it works and they don't understand that it's a much longer game than you may think Mm -hmm. so it's like i want to show up authentically but i also want to do it right here right now i want this video to have 100 million views tomorrow and it's like maybe like there's so much (laughs) that goes into that no one knows who you are yet you know do you know who you are that's another thing if I were to say I get pushback on is people want all of these results and they want the well-oiled machine, but they don't realize that it's all based off of how well you know yourself and how well you know your business. You know, your social media content can only be as good and as strong as your overall business plan. You know, I'm, I make magic, but I'm not a magician. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that, that leads me to some of our, our first couple questions here, um, especially just 
in what it is that you're trying to do overall, a lot mm. of people had some great questions just about what it is a life coach does. Mm. Um, so especially with Advice Hill being this new product that people can engage with and can conduct services through you, what exactly is it that you do as a life coach? Sure. So I like to locate the issue. Did you, do you all watch How I Met Your Mother? (laughs) (laughs) Lily would be like, where's the poop, Robin? (laughs) That's the big question. (laughs) Like, where's the poop? We see what your goal is. What is the blockage that is keeping you from, from attaining that and from growing that and from growing from there? So as a life coach, I pinpoint, you know, what the person actually wants out of what they're doing and where they're going. Mm Mm-hmm. What are the things that maybe they don't recognize are holding them back? And we kind of peel the layers back on that thing to see if this thing still makes sense. Yeah. And, and how, how is that with people? Because I know, especially in like asking folks, like, what are your questions about a life coach? Like, what, what, what would you ask? There was, there was a little bit of pushback and there were some people that were actually very vulnerable with us, which Mm. I'm very excited to get into. Um, What is it that you find is a benefit of a therapist versus a life coach? Sure. Um, The largest benefit I feel is the focus. And that's ultimately, I think the biggest difference between a therapist and a life coach is the focus. So with therapy, the focus is on your mental health. It's it's like science-based. This is what's actually going on in your brain. The spark plugs are going off and it's causing all types of behaviors and reactions. And a lot of it is based off of triggers and experiences and things that built you up from a child, as you know, from your childhood. As a life coach or life coaches can go that deep, but our objective is not necessarily to connect any type of disorder or trauma or anything like that to the behavior. Our dis, I mean, our um, objective mostly is your goal. How is what's going on on that side affecting the goal? Does that make sense? <laughs> it does. No, okay. it does. It, may, yeah. it makes a lot of sense. And um, what are like some typical goals that people are trying to achieve through life coaching? Um, I hear a lot people wanting to grow their businesses, people hmm. wanting to um, kind of come out of their shell more, especially now it's like, if you have a business at some point in time, you're going to be on camera. <laughs> like everybody's a content creator and a lot of people do not want to actually show their face. So I get a lot of questions about, well, how can I kind of, you know, do the thing without feeling like I have to do all these TikTok dances. Mm. I, get, I get that question on both ends, on the social media end and on the live coaching end. <laughs> um, what else? I'm trying to think. What else have people asked me a lot? Um, Deconstructing faith. Mm. I have conversations with people about that, which I'm very well versed in myself. Um, basically, all all of the things that have made you who you are, um, when they start to change, when they start to shift, trying to make sure that those shifts are in alignment with your goals and being there for the fallout or fall back when and if they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Do you often find yourself meeting people in sort of big life shifting moments? Yeah, Yeah. big time, big time. And I also think it's because of my age range. Mm. I think a lot of us who are in my age range, I'm 34. 
34, about to be 35 in January. But I think I speak to a lot of people in that age range because of all the stuff that we have witnessed in our lifetime as millennials. <laughs> We're, I think our generation in particular are like trying to find our, forge our own paths. You know, it's, yeah nothing is ever going to be the same as it was like when our parents were coming up and so on and so forth, we're dealing with a lot of different things. And so we're, we're trying to figure out how, how, how does it all work? <laughs> you know, like nobody knows what they're doing. Are we adulting? Right. I don't know what to do with my hands. You know, like everybody's <laughs> in that space. And so a lot of people are reaching out like, bruh, I'm spiraling. I don't know. You know, and a lot of us too, with the pandemic, have had complete life changes. We've had to pivot, so many of us, which means we left careers, we left partners, we left everything that we worked hard to build up into that point. So yes, <laughs> I get a lot of questions like, I'm riding the wave of these all these major changes, some of which I did myself and some of which happened to me. <laughs> Help <Yeah>. me. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. So yeah. yeah. That That is completely fair. And I know that we, as a group here today, have all been through a lot of dramatic changes and shifts, especially in a current life. So that's why I'd like to introduce our very first game here today. Um, it's a little game that we like to call... And now it's time to play High Low Buffalo. That's right. That's right. We're going to be playing High Low Buffalo. I want to say a special thanks to my husband, Mark Hampton, for doing that little intro. Mark! Uh, Mark! <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about um, some highs in our life, some lows in our life, and then some completely random stuff like a buffalo that came into our life recently. Um, Speaking of uh, a bit of a buffalo, the fact that she's back here with us and <laughs> working for the moment, I would love to start with Marie. If you yes. don't mind, <laughs> oh, I need to say a hi, hello, and a buffalo for and the buffalo. week. Be for the week, for just the immediate right now. Anything I know, you've got a lot of buffaloes uh, <laughs> and a lot of lows. Uh, but if you want to sum them up in um, some of your Whichever ones you'd like to go, <laughs> go for it. Yeah, um, I think, and I, it's funny because I don't know if I want it, but I had, my high was having a really good interview yesterday. I had a really great work interview. And um, although I'm not sure if I want the job because I'm really like focused, like I'm putting out into the air remote work. Um, yeah. It's still a really cool thing if I do like decide to work there, if I get the job. Which, after that interview I had yesterday, come on, they've got to hire me. <laughs> um, so I had a great interview. But also, the thing about that is, I interviewing is like a skill. And you, sometimes if you don't, if you're out of practice, it's a skill you can easily lose. So I, I felt like I was kind of back in the game. Because my last couple of interviews, I felt like duds. So that was my high. Um, well, I can't imagine why you would have any interviews that you would feel a little bit off for any reason. Maybe it's the fact that your <laughs> apartment burned down. Rebuilding your life. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a dumpster fire over here. So yeah, that's maybe that's just kind of like a bit of normalcy. Like, okay, you can do this. Sure. You can talk to people about who you are and what you're capable of. And 
remember that you're capable, um, which I think is what, why it feels good. Cause like, oh, I can talk about myself and be like, yeah, I can do things and you need me. So that was nice. Um, low. Yeah. Low. Yes. <laughs> it's funny. Yesterday I also got a call, um, that they are, my dog's ashes are ready to be picked up. And that was kind of, I don't know. You know, it's like you have these moments where you're like, yay. And then you're like, oh, this call. Yeah. Let me, yeah. Let me go pick up my ashes at my dog. But um, I mean, I knew the call was coming a little sooner than I was expecting. They said two weeks. So I was like, oh, what are you doing? Not ready. (laughs) Not ready to regrieve this. Yes. But, and then um, my Buffalo, a random thing. I like it's not a high or a low it's just a something I'm excited about so this venue management job I have Mm -hmm. has a liquor room where everybody goes and drinks and I found out about it yesterday (laughs) and I got to go in there and have some shots with the boys so, <laughs> I was like, oh, we drink for free here. Uh, so that was exciting. <laughs> sure. What a, what a welcome buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little buffalo trace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, that's awesome. That, that's exciting. Are you are you excited about this this new management stuff? Like is it is it working out for you? Yeah, it's really chill. I get to see a lot of different kinds of events. I, what I also get to do is every single caterer that comes in has to provide us meals. So I've eaten like all sorts of crazy food since I started working there. And it's been amazing. Um, last night I had Guatemalan food, which I'd never Ooh. had before. It was so good. Um, yeah. And uh, that's, you know, just like, oh, and it was a wedding. So last night. So it was um, a Chinese person marrying a Guatemalan. So they had a mariachi band and they had those, you know, those lions that dance in the Chinese New Year parades. Uh-huh. Those, yeah. the, the, like the puppets. Yeah. yeah. So they had those dancers there. So it was like a crazy night and it was just so much fun. So I am enjoying it. Um, it's three stories high. That's what I don't enjoy because sometimes I have to walk up and down and up and down and up and down. But at least I'm getting my steps in. There you go. It's <laughs> so, definitely yeah. a positive spin on those. I, lo- yeah. I love it. Do they not have an elevator or anything? Oh, they have an elevator, but that elevator is from the devil. It's like, doesn't work <laughs> half the time. It's just, you don't want to be in it. Like, we yeah. just put our equipment in it and s- send it up and down. And then for like people with ADA, but there, I've been in it a couple of times and felt like I might not make it out of this elevator. So right. uh, I stick to the stairs stick to the stairs more (laughs) so there you go (laughs) i love it perfect perfect high low buffalo (laughs) yeah (laughs) well janae you're up next uh tell us your high tell us your low tell us your buffalo oh okay um oh what's going on my high i slept like slept yesterday I logged out of everything. I didn't tell anybody I was doing it. Sorry, clients who are watching, if anyone's watching. But I really needed a break. So I guess that's both my high and my low. Things have been so 
busy and active and flowing for both the social media side and the life coaching side of Sequa, but I'm still just one me. <laughs> like I don't have a team yet. I'm a solopreneur and I crashed hard. So I just had to, I mean, I love the busyness, but the balance has to accompany the busy, right? And I just, I fell hard, hard out of balance the last couple of weeks, just trying to like really, really over deliver for my clients because I care and I really love what I do. But girl, that thing hit me <laughs> so hard yesterday. And I just was like, okay, I'm just going to eat a little breakfast and I'm just going to sit on the couch, call my sister, like it's okay. And the next thing I turn on some great British baking show. Yes. You and next thing too. I knew, four hours later, <laughs> I woke up and Paul Hollywood staring me in the face. Um, but, so that's like my combo high and low. It was just like, oh, I pushed myself a little too hard maybe. <laughs> but for, for the, my clients are happy. Everybody's taken care of. And now I can add myself to that list. I was able to take care of myself. And that nap slept. And now I'm like, feel like a normal human being again. Um, my buffalo, what's something random? What's my buffalo? I got a new book. Ooh, um, it's the other black girl that that's like that Hulu yes, show. Yes, that Hulu show. I've been yeah. curious to watch that show. How's the book so far? I haven't started it yet. I'm like, <laughs> like a little treat, you know what I'm saying? But I don't have Hulu anymore. And in general, I've just been trying to read more. Um, so my best friend, who is a complete bookworm, he an NTV person as well. That's why we're best friends. <laughs> um, one of the reasons. But um, he was like, hey, like, I don't know if you still have Hulu, but you need to be watching the other black girl. And I was like, oh, I don't. He's like, well, maybe the book, you know. So I said, okay, say less. I'll, I'll get the book. So that's my first forage back into reading because I used to be such an adamant, like, I used to just inhale books as a kid. And over the years, that has been swiftly, Taylor Swiftly replaced with streaming <laughs> services. So that's like, yeah, <laughs> I love Buffalo, the other black yeah. girl. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> I don't know all, but like, I felt like, especially there was like a time in my late twenties where I just like fell off of reading completely. And I have been slowly over the last decade, uh, steadily getting back into reading. And uh, Silo is one of the ones that I've been going for. I'm, I'm considering reading Foundation as well, because that was something that a uh, former guest uh, had recommended to us and I really enjoy those products on uh, certain things that I can't talk about too much because of a strike but um, yeah. speaking speaking of high low buffalo uh, for me by this week was uh, I finally got to go out there on the picket lines and mm -hmm. uh, strike with my fellow SAG actors and my fellow VFX artist mm -hmm. people my fellow video game people who are almost in line for striking as well there's quite a bit going on right now um it was it was a high to go to those different studios um i went to warner brothers on monday i went to sony on tuesday and i went to netflix yesterday um and there is a lot of great like talk in the moment right now that the wga might be steadily coming to something of uh, an agreement which as soon as that little domino falls so many of the other ones do as well mm -hmm. um and hopefully that that is beckoning good news in the future so that that's my personal high at the moment um personal low 
I, I had said a thing for Mondays and Wednesdays to not drink, <laughs> to not do any substances. Um, and this week, not gonna lie, kind of been a crazy week and i did the age-old excuse which i know a lot of us can relate to where it's like but it's been a week <laughs> there you go and then i just like totally destroyed my record for mondays and wednesdays <laughs> and drank a lot of wine this week um <laughs> which i wasn't super proud of um but it's also it's my first week on hiatus from amazing race work and it's also like there's so much of the like trying to do all the different things and all the different gigs and whatnot have kind of gone by the wayside and there's not really a lot happening in certain areas and where i was training and getting ready to do a lot of more motion capture type work is slowing down and where I was training to do a lot more comedy and physical stuff is slowing down. So mm -hmm. um, the low of it is a bummer. Um, but I do feel like some of these highs are kind of like helping me at least get to a better place and like maybe just take a good appreciation like yourself, Janae, of just like taking some time to relax in these sort of slower moments. Um, we actually have a lot of really great questions about that for you as well in the coming. Um, but my Buffalo, oh man, I love, I, I come up with these things and I never know what I'm gonna say. Uh, <laughs> uh, Buffalo, I, I mean, I guess I'm reading Silo right now. It's a fantastic book series, highly recommend it. Nice um it's a really great show on a network that i won't mention but um it's it, it's getting me back into reading and that, that i feel like if nothing else like in terms of entertainment when like things are a little bit slow right now and not a lot is releasing i highly recommend go back to books <laughs> yeah fair, fair. now there is a there's a great uh show on the geekscape network that they they do book reviews and it's a book club so Please check that out, y'all. Now I need to get into back into reading. Like I just have all what these is, books. What's the genre of reading that you like? You're into, Marie? I don't know that there is a genre. I, I really will read anything. I just have to do it. Um, mm -hmm. That's you know, just gotta sit down and do it. Like I started reading a lot of books, at, like the past because uh, my partner is a reader. They read a lot. So I start the books, I just don't finish them. And that's what I want to do. I have a Kindle full of books. I know some people have feelings about putting books on Kindles, but I do. <laughs> and I just, I start them like on an airplane or something, you know, something like that. And then never finish. And so. never finish through? Is it, yeah. is it because you don't feel like you have like the time to do it? Or is it just like... What? I've got the time, you know, but it's like when I have the time, I'm watching a show yeah. or I'm playing Fortnite, you know, it's like, I feel that's like what I do. Just, I don't know about you, Marie, but for, for myself, I feel like it's the brain power. Like I expend so much mental energy throughout the day from like 5 a.m. to 4 p.m. And the thought of diving into a story and being sucked into adventure sounds great. But what, the second I crack open the book, I'm like, you know, like Patrick Starr with like this jewel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, it just feels like, yeah, just like I'm going to sleep. And so I'm trying to fix that, like trying to retrain my brain to still digest 
information in that way after a long day it's so much easier to like put on a show i've seen a million times and i'd be comforted in that way it's just like the like i can just zone out (laughs) but still but still be sucked into another world and not have to think about my current world yeah for sure and how how is it that you yourself kind of schedule your time so as to best like make yourself the most optimal performer within your own businesses versus like what's me time how do you how do you differentiate those two well (laughs) (laughs) did you not hear me say i crashed we all fail sometimes um Sometimes it's a struggle. I mean, I find that if other people have stuff going on that I've been invited to, I'm able to better like have a hard stop for stuff. You know, I'm like, oh, so and so like, we're going to dinner tonight. Like I have to stop by this time, be ready by this time. If there's nothing going on in that world, then it's back obviously placed upon myself. So I set a lot of alarms. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I changed up my contracts quite a bit over the last few months to let clients know like hey don't text me if you know and it's like you cannot there are certain ways that you can and cannot communicate with me there are certain times of the day where I have to have a hard stop you know just trying to put those things in motion and make sure it's like written (laughs) and widely understood Um, sometimes I will go beyond that like I'll still you know respond to something or whatever but I kind of look at it as at it more as like a courtesy if I have the capacity to do it beyond what the contract says then you're welcome if I don't <laughs> it's not something you're entitled to as far as my time and energy goes um so that's kind of how like I'm very much like a by the book like a contract alarm setting Capricorn mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, a excellent comment that we just got in um, on YouTube. Thanks so much for joining us, Van Kurt Music. That says, don't look at it as a failure. Look at it as success for doing uh, of doing for the time you did pause on the wine. Also, assess the why of your drinking. It's not necessarily bad unless it controls you. I think that goes for so many different things that we yeah. consider as, you know, something, uh, you, you know, I know it's bad. But uh, like, it's also a little bit of a joy thing too. Like, how do you differentiate those things, especially in life goals for yourself, Janae? Ooh, ooh. (laughs) Well, it kind of goes back to what Van Kurt Music said. Excuse me. (laughs) Why I feel like that? Van Kurt Music. Let's shop at Target. Um, <laughs> By the way, Ben, you're French now, so I hope you enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Um, the why is the big standout there. Um, if I'm doing something that I'm good at, but I'm miserable, I have to assess that. Or I have to at least like play Tetris a little bit and see where it actually needs to fit in, in the line of my priorities. A lot of the things that a lot of things that I have done over the years have paid me have made me able to sustain myself and have made me want to actually like (laughs) shut the world out and not want to be a member of society so I had to find like you know that middle ground that 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 weird uncomfortable spot of like doing what you got to do so you can do what you want to do you know yeah like finding that bridge until I can just be like no 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 and I think I'm getting to a place where I can say no more I can like 
I have a much more stronger sense of what I bring to the table, I guess. You know, I hate that saying. Um, It's important, though. It's important to know what it is that you can provide and what you don't. Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan. Each week, I'm joined by professional podcaster and close personal friend Matt Kelly to take a dive off the deep end into the vast career of pop culture icon Weird Al Yankovic on our show, Weird Algorithm. Along with some very special guests from the worlds of music and comedy, we tackle every song, every television appearance, and every bit of sketch comedy Al has produced in chronological order, covering the good old days of My Bologna and Eat It, the fun zone of tacky and white and nerdy, and everything in between. As we go, we're ranking the songs, albums, and music videos in the hopes of creating the ultimate guide to a career bigger than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. So the next time you're having one of those days stuck in a traffic jam wondering why does this always happen to me, just kick off your sneakers and stick around for a while because we've got it all on Weird Algorithm, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now you know. Was that enough references? You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. Yeah, I, th- exactly. I know exactly what I can do, what I cannot do, and what I will do, and what I will not do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I'm okay with you not understanding that. I'm not okay with you not respecting that. Amen. Amen. Oh, wow. Which inevitably brings me to our next game here, my <laughs> friends. This is something that uh, Janae and I talked about for a little bit and seems to coincide with how she uh, coaches folks. So please, let me introduce our second game of today. It is. And now it's time to play Alt History. That's right, alt shift delete. <laughs> so this is where we're gonna take some of the questions that you guys sent in to us. And I just wanna say thank you so much to everybody who did uh, contribute nice, nice to the question. It's so good. It sounds so throaty in that, that intro. <laughs> it was all phlegm. Oh my God. It was, it was perfect. It was perfect, Marie. I loved it so much. <laughs> and I want to say a big thank you to Marie for also helping yeah. out with some of these amazing uh intros that we did today. But Alt Shift Lee, we're gonna we're gonna bring up some of the questions that you guys sent in. Um, that was specifically if you could ask a life coach anything, what would you ask? And we got some really vulnerable questions, and I just wanted to say thank you so much uh for allowing us to have some of these questions i won't be saying who these came from or anything but uh what we're going to do right now is a little bit of an exercise of alternate giving you an alternate option to what it is that you're asking shifting some of the ideals around this and deleting the stuff that does not matter um sort of like recompiling what these questions really are for you all mm-hmm. um so and fair warning janae and marie these are some are these are some tougher questions uh okay. so hope i hope that uh, that we can get some really good stuff out of this but first one up is my ex-girlfriend went to a life coach that told her to break up with me and then she did 
why should I listen to you? <laughs> Which I was like, okay, spicy, let's go. Let's get into it. Yeah, that's that's some habanero great. right there. That's a great question. That's spicy. 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 <laughs> well, okay. My initial, my, I have what I call my first brain. I say this on my sessions too with my, <laughs> all my clients, uh, my coaching clients, whether it's life coaching or social media content coaching, I listen to my first brain. And when I don't listen to her, things go awry. <laughs> my first brain says the alternate here is you don't, you literally don't have to listen to me, period. I'm not that life coach. I wasn't there. I don't know your ex-girlfriend. I don't even know you. And so I don't, I wouldn't put those expectations upon you or expect you to put those expectations on me. I'm here to help you. Um, so that's the immediate, like, let's shift that. And I'm fine with you not wanting to talk to me or listen to me. I think the bigger question is, is that choice that she made and the beliefs that you've built up around why she made that choice worth shutting out a part, a, a, a potential opportunity for the help that you say that you want. And so my follow-up question then is to like, what do you want from this? What do you want from a life coach? Do you want to express your feelings? Cause you're clearly like, I feel like there's some upset feelings happening that you're attributing to life coaching, which may not actually be beneficial to anyone in the situation. Mm. So my thing I'm not, without, you know, without, Digging at what happened there, my question would be, well, what happened there? Because the, was the life, I mean, is the life coach in the room with us right now? Yeah. <laughs> no. Do you see the life coach here with you right is now? She, are they there right now? So I can completely understand the compulsion, I guess, or the need to be upset at her decision to better herself if it didn't involve a future with you. And I hold space for how hard that had to have hit and how much that hurt. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. That sucks. And I'm sorry. For real. Yeah. So what I would delete, I guess, is the need to have a scapegoat. Maybe mm -hmm. there's a, maybe there's some power and some clarity and sitting in the discomfort of why she actually left. Mm. Did you ask why she sought a life coach? There's a lot more I feel going on there than just, than what's been presented at present. So I would have a lot of questions, um, but the biggest ones are those. Why do you feel you need to listen to me? You don't. I won't hold you to that. I'm a ridiculous human being a lot of the time. <laughs> Why was she in life coaching? What was that journey there? What did it have to do with your relationship? Did it have anything to do with you, period? Mm. And maybe delete the need for a scapegoat. Sit in that discomfort. Ask yourself those important questions. And then see how you feel about speaking to anyone, let alone a life coach. I'm sorry, but round of applause for that one. <laughs> if you ever needed a reason to follow Advice Hill on any social media, <laughs> answer right there. It's one of them. Um, okay, I, it, Marie, anything you wanted to add to that? Um, I think that was a great answer. I, um, but I think it's 
I do think it's like, yeah, don't, don't, you know, don't ask a life coach if you don't. It's like that. I think the first comment, like, hey, this is not something for you. Like, you can just leave it at that. I think yeah. that, you know, sometimes uh, the best advice is the simplest advice. Like, yeah, that's just a no for you and move on. Because I think we like to comment and make, you know, like, have people convince us of things sometimes yeah. and it's just like no it, it, that's the thing is nobody's got energy for that nobody has time for that do what you got to do right <laughs> and it's not like you called your mom after a bad day having a life yeah. coach is an investment yeah so if you're going yeah. into this investment spending your time and spending your money from a place of like of misplaced emotion maybe then you don't serve yourself and you also don't respect your life coach. You don't respect their time and you don't respect their energy that they're going to be expending trying to get to the root of the problem because you're not being honest with yourself about what the problem is. Yeah. And that that's also brings up another interesting question. One listener asked, um, like, how long do you technically spend with a client? Like, is that dependent on the goals or yeah. is that indicative of like what your plan is? Sure. So the way I have my um, my coaching structured right now, each session is 45 minutes and the smallest, I guess, lowest tier <laughs> of coaching that you can get is, um, excuse me, is a month. So a, a few sessions over the span of a month. And the reason why I don't do one-offs is because of that. It's it depends on your goal. It depends on where you're at. Say if I were to be coaching with, with that individual whose question we just answered, we're not going to clear the blockage in 45 minutes mm. and in a, like out of a month. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you don't go to the gym for an hour one time throughout the month and then get results. You know what I mean? Um, so minim at minimum, three sessions over the span of a month, you know, for like a monthly recurring situation absolutely yeah. absolutely uh so and along those lines um we had a lot of we had this is uh the shorter version of something that i'm gonna bring up uh but the first question that came in before this one was can you just do it for me <laughs> which is live your life <laughs> i'm not rihanna <laughs> there are so many questions but then uh, similar questions started coming through that was uh one of them was i'm a mother of two how am i supposed to do all of these things that i'm supposed to do when it feels like my life is sort of being determined for me mm. so this is a person who clearly has um the the life of their children set out before them and feels like it's sort of being dictated where they're going and they don't get to plan their own life what what kind of mm -hmm. advice would you have for them mm -mm -mm. i want to be delicate because i'm not a mom mm. i have one and she's wonderful <laughs> i have a lot of friends who are mothers but i am not a mom so take this with as much a, a grain a pound of however much salt kosher, pink, Himalayan, whatever you need. <laughs> um, but I will say this. Actually, I have a really good example. <laughs> um, when I was little, well, let me say this. My parents are musicians, right? 
And so as long as I can remember in the house I grew up with, my father had a studio. My room was always adjacent to the studio. I feel mm. like soundproofed it and stuff, but I don't have any memory of like not hearing music through the wall, not being surrounded by music all the time. And I know that my parents got flack from other parents. That's the baby, that's too loud for the baby. And I remember my mom telling me that my dad would be like, that's my child. Like she's a child, like she's going to adapt. And so in that respect, they didn't feel like they had to give up that part of their lives or like crazy adjust it because I was a baby. Like I had time to grow into that part of their lives. And now it's one of my favorite things about how I grew up. And so my question to this mom of two would be, where are the, what is the, what is the non-negotiable here that you feel like you gave up? Mm. And what does that giving up actually feel like and present itself as? Is it you eating dinner last? Is it you not having time to go on a walk? Is like, what exactly does that mean? Because it may feel differently than it actually is. And are those things actually expected of you? I don't see your small child being like, you can't live your life because I exist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like kids want <laughs> you to determine how they're going to be. Then they don't know that though. They don't have the verbiage for that. So I guess my thing would be to just sit back into those expectations and see like where, who's saying that? Where is that voice coming from? Whose voice even is it? Is it even your voice? Is it your mother's voice? Is it your mm. mother-in-law's voice? Who's actually talking to you about these things? And have a conversation with that voice. The world is not going to explode if I put on a sports bra and work out right now. <laughs> and my child is going to see me taking care of myself. Mm. I think that's a giant misconception with moms, especially first-time moms. Is that if you do take care of yourself or you spend time for yourself, you're selfish and you're neglecting your child. When in reality, you're showing your child how to take care of themselves. You are the receipts. So again, is, what is the payoff? Examine your payoff. If, is the payoff right now for, for feeling like you have to try to be super mom working for you? Or could the payoff of microdosing your self-care and being not and being loud about it better than however shitty you're feeling right now i'm mm. sorry but microdosing your self-care is like amazing advice oh that's fantastic well just like you can't or you can but just like it maybe not serve you to go cold turkey on a habit that isn't serving you Sometimes it's hard to just go balls to the walls to a habit that will. Like you are relearning that thing. And so it's really not realistic. <laughs> you know, so that's why I say microdose your self-care, microdose that time. See how it feels. And like I said, don't be shy about it. Be be loud about it. Mommy's going for a walk. Do you want to come? Mm. Mommy mm. needs to cook. This is how you crack an egg. Like yeah. And I'm not, I mean, again, I'm not a mom, but that's how I was raised. I watched my mom, my mom, my, my parents involved us in their process. I never mm -hmm. felt like, I never felt like I was getting in the way of them being who they wanted to be as human beings. And I think that's why nowadays I can see them as adults in like live people in 3D. Yeah. So I would ask, encourage that mom to sit with those concepts, attack that voice. <laughs> 
or at least have a conversation with that voice. Identify the voice, have a conversation with it, microdose the self-care and be loud about it and involve your children in your process. Don't make them feel like they're getting in the way of you being who you were destined to be. Again, fantastic advice. <laughs> um, and sort of on that same thread, but on the opposite spectrum, uh, we had a, a listener that asked, how do I handle my mother's early onset dementia? So yeah. in again, I wanted to say thank you so much for everyone being so vulnerable with these questions um, and making us a part of your life to yeah. even speak to any of this. Um, so as opposite as we can get with like, how do we include our our kids into the life that we want to lead? What in respect uh, with our parents at older stages of life, how do we also handle that while still maintaining those goals in our own life? Ooh. Um, Throwing some big ones at you on this one. <laughs> yeah. I have a little experience with that again, stuff I witnessed as like in my coming up, mm -hmm. having relatives of relatives and friends of friends, watching them go through that process. And that's, that's tough <laughs> to say the least. But the system, the belief system around watching a person devolve from like superwoman, superman, super person to whatever that is, that's, I feel, the, the system of belief, the belief system that has to be nurtured first and then slowly shifted because the, as hard as it as a, of a truth as it is the story ends the same way for all of us we gonna die <laughs> like mm -hmm. we're going to pass on and so what happens between now and then you have to nurture that that doesn't mean you have to ignore how it makes you feel but it's happening right now so again, what is the payoff? Is the payoff of nurturing the unknown, the fear and anxiety of that de-evolution better than acknowledging that it's going to happen and making the absolute best and most of the moments now in the present? In the present. My other question is how do you, what are what processes do you have in place to help you realize like, to help you digest what's happening. So if you spent the afternoon with that person who is, <clears throat> excuse me, undergoing this transition, how do you, do you have self-care systems in place? Do you journal? Do you call, do you phone a friend? Are you in therapy? Like you need something that helps you live on those two planes where you can be present when you're there, but when it's done, you can acknowledge, holy shit, this is happening. I hate it. I hate it. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. And I think one of the things that, especially when um, my dad was going through um, some cancer scare, scare stuff, um, one of the things that my sister said to me was like, it, it, we all have like sort of this like circle of like friendship or family or relationship or something like that. And when mm -hmm. we need to dump, we don't dump into the inner circle. We dump out. Um, mm. And so during this whole thing, when my dad was having surgery, we had a woman that was uh, a close friend to the family. Uh, well, I guess to my dad, we had never met her in our life. So when we're sitting there in the hospital waiting for news on like how our dad was doing, and she was telling us about all the things our parents did for her, 
and started dumping on us. And we were like, we're still kind of sitting in the trauma of where our, our father is right now. And like hoping that things like, there's no need for you to dump into me, into the inner circle of what's happening right now. Like dumping to the outer circle, to the people that are not technically attached to it or aren't as close to those types of things. And who, who amongst those circles of closeness in your friendship are truly in those outer rings and who is a little bit further and which which section is more appropriate to dump on. Yeah, and also being mindful of projection. That's the that's I think the core root problem that I would probably delete is I guess and that's what I was trying to get at before was not operating in a space of of oh it's over <laughs> like oh it's death. Death is not upon you yet. Mm. You're letting your it feels as though you're letting your fears and anxieties and maybe questions around death and, and, and all of the unknown, it's making you race to the finish line. It's projection and protection. That's what it feels like. As opposed to acceptance and being present. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't say that better myself. So. <laughs> it's, well, it's, but... And I feel like it's so, it's, I also want to say it's a, it's a normal thing. I feel to have those projections and to be like racing to that finish line. You want to get ahead of it so that you can protect yourself. I'm not saying it's like, you're doing a bad job. Like, no, I feel like it's completely normal. Um, but again, I'm always going to reference the payoff is the payoff of racing to that finish line and like kind of trying to protect yourself against this great unknown better and bigger than dealing with having your self-care systems in place, having your support systems in place and calling people in, in the present, what is working for you and what is not and mm. give more time and energy into what is working for you. You don't want the memories that you make right now going to be memories of you trying to like pad the walls and protect your heart and protect yourself in that way that isn't paying off for you. You want the memories to be of like, oh, we took dad to the park today oh, like dad tried to eat ice cream and it didn't work out or like, you know, like we did living room karaoke, like make those memories because the other part is coming whether you're ready for it or not. Mm. Yeah. Marie, does that hit home for you a little bit? Yeah, it is. I, I you know, the re I just think the moments I remember are just the last talks I had with my dad. So, yeah. um, I had I tried to have as many as possible. It was difficult because he was very sick um, and didn't want to do a lot of talking. Um, but it's all those last conversations really stick in my head and my brain. So because um, I knew one else, I'm, like, I'm not going to be able to have these anymore. Mm. So let's just go and let's talk about it. Or just... Sometimes it was, he got really obsessed with food shows in the end. And it's funny because now that's become something that like comforts me. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes it was just sitting and watching those with him and like, dad, why are you into this? Like he's into the, I don't know if you ever watched a show where there's four brides and they all compare each other's weddings. Oh, it's a really yeah. Funny show. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's like, yeah, it all comes down to the catering. And he was really serious about the show. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, it's, he's like, they look like they have horrible food there. <laughs> um, so it was just a funny thing to watch with him on a regular basis. And yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, knowing 
that this is all, you know, death is inevitable. It's important to have the conversations, have the good times and make the good memories uh, when you can. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And don't make their final days about you. Yeah. There you go. They, I think just, that's wanna, it. they just want you there. Watch yeah. the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that is the key. And I feel like there are certain aspects or certain friendships where it, it can be about you. It can be about your experience. It can be about like how you deal with this. But with that person who is going through it, I feel like there has to be a little bit of a separation. Which leads me to our last and final game, my friends. This game, uh, we can take anybody, any examples, any questions or anything like that, or anybody in here at the moment. But I would like to play a little game that we call, once I find I I'm just still going with it. I'm going so hard with it. Did I not add it to my assets? Where did it go? I'm trying to find it, but it is a little game that we call. And now it's time to play unadulterated positive pep talk. <laughs> That's right! <laughs> unadulterated positive pep talk! <laughs> this is where we're gonna go hard on the pep talk. Alright? We're gonna bring the examples from other people. Perhaps maybe some of the questions. If you have a comment or something in the chat, in the chat, you want a positive pep talk? We're here for you. Pump it up. So let me just start it off. Let me just start it off real quick before I lose my voice. <laughs> Drinking my tea. But for that person who was asking about, you know, how do I deal with my mom's early onset dementia? Well, Buddy, you're dealing with it. You're doing a damn good job at the moment because you're asking for outside help. You're not just asking yourself and trying to go on your previous track record. You're trying to make a positive spin on life. And that's a great goal. Ah! It's doing amazing. It's doing an amazing job. And so she's proud of you. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Great, you're up next. You're fucking surviving, dude. You got this fucking shit. Am I allowed That's to say that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look. <laughs> Until Matt yeah. Kelly breaks in here and tells us to stop, go ahead and say whatever you want. You're awesome. Um, may I just say to the effect of... Uh, you're a mom of two? That's incredible. I have two cats and that's a lot for me to handle at the moment. I don't know how you're raising two children. That's insane. Good for you. You know what? The fact that you're even living your life right now is pretty freaking amazing. So keep rocking it. Because you're doing a great job. You literally shot out two human beings. You can do anything. You can do anything. Uh, is there anybody else who needs an unadulterated positive pep talk out there? Um, I think perhaps our good friend Maria over here has been the uh, the person that we've talked about most lately on the Napping Through Happy Hour <laughs> podcast. Has gone through quite a bit of shit. So may I just say, you're doing a freaking amazing job. Are you kidding <laughs> me? You got a whole new place that you're living in. You got 
That's a compliment. That's a compliment. <laughs> if you were in a cage match with Solange, I would bet on you. <laughs> uh, I'm dying. Awesome. Don't die. Don't die. Marie, is uh, there anyone that you would like to unadulterate? Uh, I don't know. I've got Blake. That's okay. <laughs> that is okay. It's it's. Okay. It's a uh, it's hard on the lungs and uh, the vocal cords <laughs> to do oh the unadulterated God. positive pep talk. <laughs> uh, but folks, if you want to listen to more unadulterated positive pep talks, or if you want to have some great advice, please check out Janae's uh, website. You can check her out at advicehill.com. You can also keep up to date with uh, Marie and I in the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast. We just want to say thank you so much to everybody who watched today, who uh, participated, who commented. Van Kurt Music, shout out to you. Um, everybody who sent us in questions, like, thank you so much for being so vulnerable with us and trusting us with all this information. Um, I, is there anything that you guys are looking forward to in this coming week that you'd like to talk about? Marie. Well, I think I talked about it on the podcast recently, but I am stage managing uh, for Folsom Street Fair. Uh, uh, Amazing. <laughs> and... Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's a big kink leather festival in San Francisco. So some things will be happening. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be nice. Fun. Um, next. Oh, well, what's going on? I have been in a lot of conversations. Speaking of advice Hill, one of the things I really want to do with advice Hill is uplift small businesses. So I, it's my goal to either help, small businesses like sell their products or feature their products in sessions. So I, I just bought a bunch of candles um, from um, some black and brown owned small businesses um, that have like lavender scents to kind of go with the lavender theme of Advice Hill. I already used a couple on some sessions. It's really nice to like wind down with a little bit of a saging and a cleansing of like the energy. So big picture, I'd love to be able to be like, this is the candle I used in session. Like get the candle so for next session we can light it together and have that experience and that also you know gives that boost to that business and is a mutually beneficial relationship so like I have conversations coming up in that vein um there's other people who have reached out who want to collaborate and work with me so I'm really excited on that end mm -hmm. business wise personally um yesterday I there's all the men in my life are either like Virgos or Libras. <laughs> so all the birthdays are happening right now. So my best friend's birthday was yesterday. We're celebrating today with an all-out fall day. We're having a girly pop fall day. Gonna make some pumpkin yes. gnocchi and watch burlesque. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> that sounds amazing. Dad's birthday is on Monday, so there's lots of like 
celebrating happening in the next few days that I'm really excited about. I'm really excited for you. And then uh, as for myself, um, I I have a trash truck that just decided to come right now, um, <laughs> which feels like every single day, no matter what time I'm recording anything, <laughs> there has to be something loud outside. So apologies for that. Um, shout out to the waste management teams. Uh, <laughs> um, I, uh, as always, will be performing with Nothing Burger at the Pack Theater every first and third Wednesday of the month. If you're in LA, please catch a show. We'd love to have you out there. Um, we also have uh, a couple of great episodes coming up on the podcast for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast. If you're not familiar with us, we are a podcast on the Geekscape Network. Thank you so much for joining us. Those of you who are still watching, uh, there are plenty of great shows. Anything that you're geeky about, whether it's therapy or fun life drama, or if it's different things like TV shows that you're super geeky about, whatever the case, you'll probably find a really good show on the network about it. So please yeah. check out Napping Through Happy Hour and um also i speaking of small businesses my friend is opening a karate studio in the los angeles area and we're very excited and i'm about to go hang out with them and see how all that fun is getting started so yeah. just very thankful for you all for coming here today and for all my great friends who are doing so many great businesses in the world Please, if you get the chance, follow Janae on uh, TikTok, Instagram, wherever at Advice Hill or Janae Sequa. Um, and uh, check out advicehill.com. Thank you guys so much for joining us here today. Uh, please remember the universe is utter chaos. So please be kind. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you guys want to leave the audience with, Marie or Janae? Uh, yeah. Um, this is actually a plug uh, Mother Tongue Coffee and Bar the bar as well okay. which is excited next to my house has the best mochas that i've ever tasted oh, they're perfect. i love their branding too yeah, yeah it's yeah, so good. good and they make little designs on the top that's all it takes to get me make a little design <laughs> that yep. i'm sold maybe we can get them to sponsor the podcast because uh -huh. i walked well, straight there this morning i just like put on the clothes and walked out my door and got my coffee it was great <laughs> i love it i love it we'll slap it on a t-shirt there you go janae any parting advice for the listener yeah um again thank you both for having me on yet again i love being here i love being in this space with both of you and thanks to you everyone who joined and listened thank you for everyone who submitted questions and asked advice just again piggybacking off what katie already said but i always like to end my sessions like i said i like to cleanse the space just pretend i'm saging you doing some spiritual stuff uh, make me feel yummy inside and i like to tell my clients listen you have everything already at your behest and within your reach and within your power to change your life, to be the person that you see yourself five years, 10 years, 20 years from now. And you took that first step today and you're going to take another step tomorrow. And I'll be here in the interim. Make the most of the interim. But always remember, you have everything you need to do all of the things that you want and to be the best version of yourself. And I don't take being a part of that journey lightly. So thank you. Um, that's how I like to end my sessions. And that's what I'd like to say. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Slap that on a t-shirt. I love it. You guys, <laughs> thank you again so much for joining us here at the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast. We'll talk to you later.
Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan. Each week, I'm joined by professional podcaster and close personal friend Matt Kelly to take a dive off the deep end into the vast career of pop culture icon Weird Al Yankovic on our show, Weird Algorithm. Along with some very special guests from the worlds of music and comedy, we tackle every song, every television appearance, and every bit of sketch comedy Al has produced in chronological order, covering the good old days of My Bologna and Eat It, the fun zone of tacky and white and nerdy, and everything in between. As we go, we're ranking the songs, albums, and music videos in the hopes of creating the ultimate guide to a career bigger than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. So the next time you're having one of those days stuck in a traffic jam wondering why does this always happen to me, just kick off your sneakers and stick around for a while because we've got it all on Weird Algorithm, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now you know. Was that enough references? You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 